This is the Rolling with Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and this is episode 15. On this episode, my guest is Wendy. Um, I met Wendy last year, 2020, at a um, Black Girls Do Bike event with Major Taylor, another cycling organization. And we actually have the same bike, <laughs> and we're from the Bronx, and we have the same cycling cap. So... I mean, damn, we just have to be friends. Like, (laughs) we've done many rides together. We've done our first century together. So, um, yeah. (laughs) But what really intrigues me about uh, Wendy is not only does she cycle, not only does she run, not only does she swim, (laughs) but she does. (laughs) She's a triathlon. (laughs) Or a triathlete, I should say. And she's done triathlons. So I just want to talk to her about her journey um, with running, cycling, and uh, the triathlons. So thank you, Wendy. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you, Tasia, for having me. <laughs> I, I, I have to remind you on how we, the, the specific way we met, um, it was after the Major Taylor ride. And um, you, you kind of came up to me and you were like, nice bike. And I was like, oh, thanks, without noticing <laughs> that we had the same bike. Hey. Um, so it was just like, yeah, it was like, ah. Yeah, and, and it was just a plus to find out how, how close we live to each other. Um, yeah, and then we could enjoy this um, interest together. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. You're right, because I don't think I, I yeah, I don't think I spoke to you during the. the yeah, during um, the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice you afterwards, and I noticed your cap too because I was like, I have the same cap. Oh yeah, so we have we have Bronx cycling caps, which are very difficult to find. Right. Um, so people are always asking, where did you get these caps from? <laughs> um, hopefully, now that cycling is, is um, I guess, more popular, and then we have cycling groups all over. Hopefully, we'll get more Bronx caps so we can purchase. <laughs> right. That's right. Or what we can do is start making these Bronx cycling caps. We have talked about that. Maybe we should. Yes, it's a hot yeah. commodity. Listen, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that after this. You know, that's that's business. But yes, right, right. that's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So we're just going to jump right into it. What started you on your running journey? So my running journey started um, in college. Um so I went to college upstate, um, SUNY Cortland, and that school is predominantly a lot of people from Long Island, a lot of people that are studying to be teachers, um, a lot of physical education teachers. So I was just surrounded by athletes, um, people that have been in sports their whole life. Um, and I'm the complete opposite. I never did any sports growing up. Like I had rollerblades and I had a bike growing up, um, but I was actually overweight as a kid. Um, So I hated gym. Um, So I get to the school and I'm the oddball, the one that's not into sport, not doing any type of physical activity. Um, Mm -hmm. I was actually studying French. um, So I was a nerd reading. Um, And I started to go to the gym and not knowing how to use the machines, the easiest thing is to get on the treadmill. Like, mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm walking and I'll try to go a little faster. Um, so that's, that's how it all started. Um, just, just going to the gym and exposing myself um, to the different machines in the gym. Um, and then I spent some time outside of New York City. I lived in New Mexico for some time and um, just continued to run in the gym. And when I came back home, um, a friend introduced me to one of her friends who was a captain for Harlem Run, um, uh, a running crew in Harlem. And they introduced me to running in the street. Um, mm-hmm. I was always very like nervous about running outside, you know, due to safety. And you don't see people running in the Bronx, right? So, um, slowly it got to like I would just go to Harlem and run I would only run in Harlem and then as, as time gone by I was like well like why do I have to travel to another mm-hmm. borough to enjoy running um mm-hmm. so after a while I just started doing it in the Bronx by myself um and and ignoring the comments um you always get you know the the cat calls and people kind of mm-hmm. like wondering or like what are you doing um but yeah, that's that's how it all started. And I I think I was probably running with Harlem Run for about a year before I started racing. Um, I didn't understand the concept of having to pay to run in my own city. <laughs> um, I was like, why do I have to pay for this? Uh, but with time, it was kind of like, you know, you, you're paying for the safety. You know, they close the course. Um, NYPD is there. Mm-hmm. Um, you're paying for the commodity. You know, you're being with other runners. Um so um, in the end of 2016, I did the Bronx 10 miler, which interesting enough, it um, goes into my, it passes my old neighborhood where I grew up because it mm-hmm. goes down Grand Concourse. Um, it starts near the Yankee Stadium, like 167th area. You go down the Grand Concourse and then it pa- it, it um, comes towards Mashulu, which um, you know, I'm cur- I currently live on Mashulu Parkway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes, you go, you loop around and you go back on Grand Concourse and it finishes in the Yankee Stadium. Um, and I'm, I'm from 181st. So my mom could, could just walk up the block and, and cheer me on. Um, nice. So I went from not racing to doing my first race, a 10 miler. People were like, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then in 2018, I did... Um, Actually, I'm sorry, that was 2016 that I did that first that first race, October of 2016. 2017, so in order for you to qualify for the marathon, you have to either um, like do charity um, or you do, they, they have a program called the 9 plus 1. Mm-hmm. So I did that in 2017. So whatever year you want to run the marathon, the year before, you have to do the program. So that's nine races and volunteering one of their programs. Um, so I did that in 2017 and I was able to run the marathon in 2018. The New York city marathon. Yes. The New York city marathon. All right. Hold on. So what made you transition from like just running with the group to, all right, now I want to race and I want to participate in these marathons. So racing, it's like the goal like, it, it kind of makes you more focused. Mm. Um, you're like, now I need a, a training plan. Um, 
and now I'm going out and running with people that have the same goal. Um, so I think it helps me stay focused. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, now I have to go out and run because I have this race that I, I'm going to do and I'm committed to. So that's, that's what got me into racing. And it's, it's really cool to be out there running with people and having a good time. And, and at the end, like, wow, I just look what I accomplished. Um, and it's not just the day of the race. Like, that's, that's a great accomplishment. But also um, what I had to do to lead up to that day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of running, but also um, self-care, right? What are you doing aside from running? Whether it's lifting weights, doing yoga, um, foam rolling, um, because you don't have to give yourself massages and making sure you're healing <laughs> properly. <laughs> um, and even just what are you eating? How are you sleeping? How much water are you consuming? Um, it's just so so much entailed into the the training plan. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel you on that. I feel you because when we did our um, century. Mm-hmm. We had to prepare for it. So we couldn't just say, all right, we're going to do this 100 miles. Right. No, we had to, okay, we followed the plan. Mm-hmm. I think it was, what, every week or every other weekend, we went out and did a number of miles yeah, up to I, the century. Yeah, I think every weekend we were, we were going out there and yeah, increasing the mileage. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then how was... The New York, how was running in the New York City Marathon? Now, I, I told you before, I've worked the New York City Marathon mm-hmm. like three years in a row um, at the start point, and I get excited. I've never mm-hmm. run a marathon a day in my life, but for yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm like, yeah, I want to do this one day in the back of my mind. Yeah. But then I realized, like, Tasia, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I don't think you do, but you, I'm, you I'm just so it. excited. I'm just so excited. So, how is it in it? Because I, like I said, I, I'm only at the start mm-hmm. of the race, and like I watch a little bit um, from the office that we're in, like on TV. But mm-hmm. like to actually be in it, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it is very exciting, but it's also very nerve wracking. Um, because you have to get up really early, no matter what time you're starting. So everybody, depending on how, how fast you are, mm-hmm. depends on determine, you know, when you start the race. So I'm not a fast runner. Like the fastest I do is 10, like my average 10 miles per hour, um, 10 minute per, per mile. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, my average is 11, 12. Um, yeah, I like to enjoy my runs. <laughs> um, so I don't so I didn't start I want to say till 11 11 30 oh, but I still okay. needed to leave really early to catch the bus at um 42nd street to mm-hmm. get to Staten Island right mm-hmm. um so that's very nerve-wracking making sure that you're getting on the bus on time um you have to get to your your corral on time which is where you start mm-hmm. um you know it's cold in the morning so you have to prepare not only for like your, your, um, you know, what you're wearing for, um, your commute, but also during your run, like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to feel? Like, do I have layers? So you're just thinking about so much stuff. Um, we say nothing new on race day, right? So that includes what you eat. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, they, I I think they have like bagels and stuff in the, yeah, there. Um, they they call it the village, Mm -hmm. but, um, 
you know, thinking about that, like bringing that stuff with me. Um, and they have donation bins, so you can donate the stuff that you're not going to take with you. Um, so it's just so much to think about. So it's just like, ugh. it's not just like just leaving out my house and I'm going out for a run, right? Um, but it is, it is very exciting to be out there where everybody um, seeing your friends, like, oh, we finally made it. We're finally here um, because training is so hard. Um, your life revolves around training, especially in the summer, because that's when you start training. Um, and then it's so, you know, it gets so hot here. Mm -hmm. So you have to wake up really early to get your runs in. So like we, most runners, we, we do our long runs on Sundays. Um, but you're already preparing Friday night. Like it's like, am I eating properly? Am I hydrating? Like I would buy coconut water Friday nights um, and start hydrating for my long runs. And then you're waking up at like 5, 6 a.m., depending on how long your run is. Because you don't want to be out there at noon, 1 o'clock when the sun is peaking, right? Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it is a lot. But um, I think anybody can run the New York City Marathon. Mm -hmm. um, because you don't, it, you don't have to run the whole time. Like you could run, walk it. I, I've met somebody that walks it mm. um, during the, the volunteer program that I did. Mm -hmm. um, she, her and her friend, they walk the whole thing and they've done it several times. So, um, you know, everybody's goal is different. Um, so as long as you finish it, you'll be good. Some people finish it and the course is already closed. Mm -hmm. Technically, like, you know, the, the streets start opening and yeah. they're still out there. Um, but you finished, you cross that finish line, you're good. <laughs> See, you give me hope there. I can yeah. walk it. What? <laughs> But you still have to train, you know, 26.1 miles, 26.2 miles. Yeah. Okay. All right. There's hope for me. There's hope. Mm -hmm. I can, oh, 20, when is it? 2022, 2023? 2023. 2023. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll hold you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, when I ran it, there was this guy who had a, a poster of himself. Like he was a really big guy just showing like his progress that like, he had mm. lost so much weight um so yeah there's all types of people out there doing it so it's it's great that's dope mm -hmm. that is it, all right so after you completed the marathon did you wear your medal for the whole week or just that day like after <laughs> like, i want to know like <laughs> Well, after that, you know, you know, it took me five hours and 21 minutes to finish that. So it was nighttime when I finished. <laughs> um, like the sun was setting, I think. Um, so there was not much after. Like some people do after parties and all that. I'm like, I can barely walk. I am going home. Um, I was like crawling into my friend's car. So yeah, I, I had it on, um, but I was going home. But the next day, like... It's like a whole big party again for runners. You you go out there and they're and you could get your um, medal engraved. Wow! Um, and then they have like the running stores have like free massages for you. They're giving out shoelaces and water bottles and all this stuff. Like it's a whole big celebration. So yeah, definitely out there with your medal on. Um, I want to say I wore at work mm -hmm. um, the next day. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the whole week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think I think it's definitely deserving. If people want to run for the whole week, yes, twenty six point two miles is a lot. You should definitely flaunt it. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah, congrats on that. That's that's a Thank huge accomplishment. You. I think any um anything that pushes you, like we spoke mm-hmm. about earlier, you know, is a huge accomplishment. So that five miles, that ten miles, mm-hmm. those three miles, whatever it is, right. is a huge accomplishment, especially if you've never done it before. So right, right. I think that's big. Uh, I did want to ask you a question. So you said that most of your long runs are on Sundays. So is that like to mimic um, like sort of like race day? Like how you prepare? Like why would it be Sundays rather than Saturday so you can have a day to rest? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not really sure why we pick Sundays. Hmm. Um, but every, but yes, the long runs do mimic race day. Um, so like I said, nothing new on race day. So you're, you're trying on different clothes. Like, how do I like these pants? Um, Mm -hmm. can I, can I fit a nutrition bar in them? Right. Um, sports bra for ladies, um, athletic socks, the sneakers. Um, so yeah, it is is like rehearsal. Gotcha. Um, and then you kind of practice on your nutrition while running as well as your hydration um if you're going to be using anything yeah mm. and gotcha. getting tips from other people what do, what do they use um and then you can try it next time and see if it works for you gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. all right so what came what came after right so we you you run now mm-hmm. cycling or swimming so it was Sort of swimming because I um I took swimming lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took I took them briefly when I was a kid. Um, but I still didn't know how to swim. And then um, I moved back to New York City and I signed up for the New York City Park and Recreation Swimming Lottery, Swimming Lesson Lottery. Um, I want to say that was around 2013. Mm-hmm. Um. So I still wasn't, I don't think I was, I still wasn't running out in the streets at the time. Mm-hmm. I was, but I was, I was running on the treadmill. Um, okay. So running was a, still a big part of my life. Um, so then after that, I, so swimming was in there, but I wasn't consistent. Cause you mm-hmm. know, like having access to a pool in New York city is hard. Yeah. Um, but I, it was something that I definitely wanted to um, perfect. Mm-hmm. So it was swimming and then biking. And then biking. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't <laughs> it, it it's funny how it worked because now you do triathlons. Mm-hmm. So you run, <laughs> you swim. Wait, so how's the order? So you, So it, in a so in a triathlon you you swim first, okay. Then you bike, and then you run. And, and that's actually the order of my preference. Oh, really? Like, well, actually, the opposite of my preference. <laughs> so swimming is my weaker sport. Then is biking, and then is running. Running is my best, I would think, or maybe the sport that I feel more comfortable with. Got you. 
So what made you take the leap to that? Like, okay, now I want to do triathlons. So it, it kind of was a mistake. <laughs> um. <laughs> so I, I wanted to take lessons again, you know, because I still didn't feel comfortable swimming. Um, like I still would say I don't know how to swim, even after taking lessons. So I, um, one of my good running friends um, suggested I join or use her coach to get swimming lessons. And her coach has a triathlon team. So, you know, I'm, I'm taking swimming lessons with him and he's kind of like putting it in my ear. Like, you know, you're already a runner. Now you you know, you already know how to swim. You should just, you should just do a triathlon. Um, so in the spring of 2019, I started learning how to swim. And in the summer of that year, I did two triathlons. What? <laughs> so, it was like it's like you could do it and I'm like uh I don't know and then a few months in I'm like I could do this that's right <laughs> that's that's how you go about it <laughs> right right um so so yeah and I was like you know as a kid I had a bike mm-hmm. um but I don't think I I don't remember biking as like a teenager yeah so it was really as a kid but then I moved to New Mexico in like 2012 and I didn't have a license my license back then so I think that helped because I was biking. I was using my bike as a commu- as to commute. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like biking was new to me. Like I yeah. did, I did bike a lot as an adult. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you did two triathlons, twenty twenty. Were those twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen. So mm-hmm. were those local? Did you have to travel for those? I did have to travel. Um, so they were sprint. Um, triathlons which they're the shorter distance um, the first one I did was um, the New York City the New, um, the New Jersey um, girls triathlon um, so it's called Jersey girls triathlon mm-hmm. um, and where is that um, it's, it's a few hours away Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely had to travel to get to that. Um, and then the second one, so actually both of them were in August. Um, the first one was August, the beginning of August, like the first week. And then the, la- the other one was like that last week of August of 2019. And the other one was in um, mm-hmm. Tobey. It was in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not local, local, but not so far. Yeah. Just, you know, a few hours. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine in August it being blazing. <laughs> <laughs> see, but you see, like how running, I'm telling you that it's you have to start early with triathlons, it's even earlier. Like you can have like a three o'clock wake up for a triathlon. What time do y'all start? We start at like 6 a.m. Okay. Um, or like seven, but you know, like the having to get there, you have to prep um they have a transition area. So you have an area where you have all your stuff. You have your mm-hmm. bike, you have your stuff for your running, you have your stuff for your swimming. Um, so having to get all that ready takes time. Um, so yeah, you have a really early start. Like usually the sun is rising and you're like, okay, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Do mm-hmm. all right. So, are you out there with the team? Are you solo? Is it like I'm gonna tag you in type deal? So I I ended up joining. You know, I was sort of already part of the triathlon team. Remember, because I I was taking swimming lessons. Mm-hmm. Even though the original plan was to just take swimming lessons, I ended up joining it officially as a triathlon. Um. So yeah, my teammates were out there, and I didn't. I still didn't drive them. So mm-hmm. part of my team, they're very supportive, not only to cheer, but also to get me to training and to mm. get me to race day. Mm. Um, you know, give, giving me tips on how to take care of my bike, um, what um, swimwear to get. Um, we wear swimsuits that are similar to um, what surfers wear. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yeah. Sometimes people help you get get in it because it's so tight. <laughs> wow. Um. So yeah, definitely, I'm I'm not wasn't there alone for for neither one of them. Not a lot of support. Got you, got you. Okay, all right. Now, if I learn how to swim, not if I am going to learn how to swim, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna hit Lisa up. I'm gonna hit Simone up. Mm-hmm. All the other people that do. Uh, triathlons ask y'all for tips yes i'll be here (laughs) (laughs) it is a great accomplishment like you know you know as we were talking about earlier just like setting goals and and doing it it's just like it's amazing um and it's the whole process it's not just the the day of of the event of the main event Mm -hmm. it's like what led to that like what what sacrifices did you have to make to get there Mm -hmm. Um, and it feels great yeah, I, I bet. Like any, uh, one of my friends, he does the obstacle courses. Actually, I interviewed him, and that's his thing. Hmm. Um, and he's like, you know, I'm trying to get you out there, and I, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, but right, right. I told him next year I'm going to. Um, that's one of my goals is to complete. An obstacle course. I told him to pick an easy one. Don't, don't, don't try to put me out there with, you know, (laughs) don't be throwing me to the wolves. (laughs) Right, right, right. No, but I'm sure, like, whatever you decide to do, then you'll have, like, what do I need to do to prepare for it, right? Yeah, yeah. um, He will. (laughs) He Mm -hmm. will be calling me, like, listen, we need to do this. We need to do that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I'll be... um, looking for tips online and asking other people who have done these obstacle courses. So yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely right. Um, That process of preparing to get there, I think, and I think you said earlier, it's just as exciting as completing it. Like like I've trained, Mm -hmm. I've sacrificed sleep, (laughs) hanging out with friends, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but it's all worth it at the end, accomplishing a goal yeah. that you, you set forth mm-hmm. to accomplish. So I think that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so cycling, mm-hmm. the community that I know you from. <laughs> yeah. Now, what got you into cycling around? New York City. Like, what got you into joining Black Girls Do Bike? And because you already, you know, you're already running. Mm-hmm. You are 
and you had ridden a bike, so biking wasn't new to you, but in New York City, was it new to you? Yes. In New York City, it was new to me. Because even even when triathlon training, like my um, triathlon team would go up to Westchester to train. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was it was definitely new to be out here. <laughs> um, and I like swimming is still a little scary for me. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like, and then you know my my passion and what I'm mostly involved in is running. So biking was easier. Yeah. Um, to, you know, cross train and, and do something else. Um, so, yeah, just looking for other groups to enjoy that activity with. Um, but I would say you got me into like the city riding um, <laughs> because you, because you want to ride to the ride. <laughs> <laughs> like, OK, we're doing this ride. OK, and not like I, I'll take the train and. <laughs> And Tasha's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm riding there. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, like getting feeling more comfortable with riding in the street. Like I did some, I did some little rides with, um, with some groups in Harlem that mm-hmm. kind of teach you how to how to ride outside. Um, but no, you got me into these traffic, and it's like, <laughs> why, why are we here? You're like, this is the bike, this is the bike uh, route. No, it should not be the bike route, Tasha. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. Like one time, you don't remember we were on Third Avenue and we see like some. Uh, uh, I don't know if he was on a motorcycle or on a bike, but he almost got hit by a car right in front of us. Yeah, it's like, are we about to get into that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> going, oh going on the side, you know, in between the car that that can't move because he's stuck in traffic and the parked car. Tasha's like, we're on a bike, like we could go through. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I got to think about it, pause, and then, you know, I got to follow you because I don't know where I'm going. Listen, we just got to go right into it. You know, mm-hmm. we'll be good. We will be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think with, like, the sh- street riding, mm-hmm. I really focus on, you know, what's in front of me. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at the cars. I'm looking at the people. I'm trying to be more aware because mm-hmm. there's no real distraction. Like with mm-hmm. driving, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm aware driving because <laughs> anything, you know, anybody can just dart across the street. Mm-hmm. You know, a car can run a stop sign, a red light, anything. Right, but right. there's, to me, there's more distraction because I can pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. I can just doze, not doze off, but like zone out uh, zone out for a minute mm-hmm. at the light but with cycling I, I'm not doing that I'm mm-hmm. looking trying not to get hit trying not right. to hit someone you know and just it's like my senses like okay mm-hmm. um, can I see that bus coming I'm gonna wait right here mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna lie I live on the edge a little bit like a little <laughs> bit a little bit <laughs> a little edge a little bit Mm-hmm. you know in the street because you're right I am on a bike so we could get more places we could like alright cool well they mm-hmm. ain't moving let's go <laughs> right right like while they're stuck in traffic we, we out right I'm like I could have drove let's not, mm-hmm. not, not wait for this traffic right oh gosh well yesterday I, I rode to Brooklyn yeah um, you were telling me 
And the first time I wrote to Brooklyn was with you. So, so I, I have to put this out there. So the first time <laughs> I wrote to Brooklyn, Tasia had me, we rode from home, we live in the Bronx, to a ride in Harlem, right? So mm-hmm. to most people, that would have been a ride already. From, <laughs> from the Bronx to Harlem. We rode in, in Harlem um, to celebrate Juneteenth. And then we rode from Harlem to Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, and I guess I wasn't paying attention when we got to like the Chinatown area. Like I remember the intro. I've, I've written um, in Brooklyn, I think into Manhattan in the past. Yeah. Um, but not from home to, to Brooklyn by myself. So I got lost in Chinatown trying to find the, the Manhattan Bridge. So it was a little, it took, I took a little, a little time to do that. Um, but, but I made it, I made it to Brooklyn and I was doing what, what Tasia would do. I was riding from home to a ride to celebrate, celebrate Labor Day. <laughs> Yay. That's what I'm talking about. Oh Lord. But so, you, yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> but, but that area is definitely confusing on how to get on the Manhattan Bridge. It is yeah, the route that. that they yeah. have is yeah. actually not like you took me on a different route from mm-hmm. what the bike route is, um, and I like your option more than theirs because it has you going to a little street, mm-hmm. and it's like, why would I go up here? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes it's good to know the streets, you know, yeah. and like, you can make your own decisions as long as you're being safe, cautious. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I always say, this C- cycling has. Not oh, like I said, make me more aware of mm-hmm. just driving it, but makes me like I know more of the city now because mm-hmm. I cycle. So I'm like, oh, this is over here. Oh, this mm-hmm. is over here. Oh, yeah, I know we can go because I I rode my bike over here. I know where that is. So mm-hmm. I know more of New York City and the Bronx because of my cycling. Because yeah. I'm on a bike and I'm able to. I see more. You know, like mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. see more of these locations like oh i look at the street signs mm-hmm. oh this is oh we have a we have a street named this in the bronx like <laughs> right right <laughs> never knew that oh this is over here i i was wondering because people always spoke about this place mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's one thing that there's numerous things i credit to cycling but that's one thing i'm i'm more aware of my city i know more of my city because of cycling mhm but you're right, like when you're cycling, you have to be more aware of your surroundings, right? Due to mm-hmm. safety. So then it, it forces you to pay attention. Um, like for me, it's it's also part of a meditation, mm-hmm. active meditation movement. Um, you're paying attention to what's around you and then you see the new restaurants that are popping up. Um yeah. and then and then you get to see the new bike paths that are that are popping up, the bike routes. Yes. Um some that are not the best, right? <laughs> the Bronx needs to work on on some things. Um, we getting there. But, we getting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any upcoming goals for um, like triathlons you want to complete? Um, any running goals? Any cycling goals in the upcoming year or two that you want to accomplish? Um. So. You know, due to COVID, I was supposed to run the New York City Marathon again in 2020. Mm-hmm. So I ended up doing the 9 plus 1 in 2019. Um, but as soon as they gave that option of getting that money back, I was on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, but, and I think, I don't know, and I've done that already, so I'm kind of like, ah, oh, do I really want to do that again? Um, but I do want to um, do more things with cycling. Um, mm-hmm. um, and as you know, I am trying to work on and perfect my clipping in um, yeah. skills. Um, I haven't done the loop that goes to um, the Cromo Bridge, mm-hmm. like from, you know, into Manhattan and, and back into the Bronx. So I would love to do that, um, and maybe maybe do it with my with my shoes. <laughs> yeah, um, I would love to do another century. Um, so yeah, so mostly cycling, and I do want to get better with swimming. Um, I was taking more swimming lessons when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So just become a stronger swimmer and a, and a stronger cyclist. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, you will accomplish all those goals, uh, especially with the clips. You'll get that, and once you get it, you'll be like, "Man, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. you'll be a pro. You'll you'll be a pro." Um, at the Cuomo Cuomo Circle, that the <laughs> the loop, the loop. Uh, George mm-hmm. Washington to nine um, W. Right? Yeah. Let me know. <laughs> I'm sure Serena will be down to do it because yeah. we did it. Unplanned. I was just like, what? <laughs> uh-uh. But it was and, so and in the dope. fall, it's probably nice. Yo, it, yes, it was so dope when we did it. I'm so glad that we did it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's something I can check off. So definitely, mm-hmm. you'll definitely do that. And yeah. um, of course, you'll crush the swimming. Um, any advice you would give to someone looking to get into running? Um, cycling or maybe doing like triathletes I mean try oh, I keep saying that triathlons <laughs> um surround yourself with, with people that that do it that are supportive um I have um you know my my running friend that got me into a triathlon through her I got to meet some other people um you know having a good support system um you know when you when you're not going to be going out because you have to train you know you want people that would be like oh that's great that you have this goal um so yeah just set the goal and and have baby steps you know like it, it is it could be a big goal if you're st- starting from scratch um but breaking it up into smaller goals and, and seeing all the progress that you make yeah i agree i totally agree breaking up the goals into breaking up the goal your big goal into smaller goals mm-hmm you know, it makes the big, larger goal more attainable. Like, okay, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and definitely the support system is big as well. Because if mm-hmm. everyone's telling you you're crazy for doing those marathons, you might like you might fall back from them. Like, well, right? No one else is over here is doing it, or people are saying mm-hmm. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy. Right, you're not, right. You're not crazy. Keep doing it. Right. And if your goal is to do a 5K, you know, that's, that's 3.1 miles. Um, you start with, you know, walking. Um, I can, I can walk for two minutes, one for one. Like, really, you can really have your goal that simple. Um, and eventually you'll be running a 5K. And recognizing that your goal is not, doesn't have to look like somebody else's, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm perfectly fine with running a mile in 11 minutes. 
while there are other people in my running crews that are running eight minute miles, nine minute miles. I have no interest in doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And it's the same thing with cycling, right? Like people are doing um, 20 miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, Like, I guess if I'm going downhill and my bike is telling me I have no choice. (laughs) Yes. But if I'm telling my legs to do that, I don't really have an interest in that. Um, so, so yeah, being okay with whatever goal you have for yourself. Um, don't let anybody tell you what that goal should be. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Set your own goals. Go at your own pace. Right. Yeah. And you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest on my podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you for giving me the space to tell my little story and hopefully I influence somebody to get out there, get off the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely inspired me. Like now I'm like, oh, I could walk a marathon, like <laughs> the New York City marathon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gotta train, like you said, but that's yeah. an option. Yeah. I, I will train to run, but I'm saying mm-hmm. knowing that I can walk part of the way. Yeah. Yeah, some people imagine on marathon, everybody's running. No, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. Well, this is episode 15 of Rolling With Tape Podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tate, and thank you for listening.